Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Alderman Ray Lopez from the 15th Ward, we were looking at your Twitter today, and I was trying to determine exactly what you were saying about the emergency protocols coming to an end federally for COVID, but not here in Chicago? Yes, Lisa, good afternoon. Apparently, the administration has decided that even though President Biden signed the order ending the the federal declaration of emergency, we're going to continue operating as though there's an emergency. We're going to maintain all vaccine mandates, all remote work policies and everything else that was instituted at the start of the pandemic indefinitely at this point, including the emergency spending provisions that the mayor granted herself with the help of her enablers and city council to be able to spend up to a million dollars at a time without having any kind of oversight on it. And so this isn't just focused on those who are under or uninsured in Chicago getting their vaccines, their tests, their treatment, like Paxlovid and that type of stuff. This is actually involving mandates? This involves the working of the government of Chicago. You know, being a, you know, right now, anyone who's trying to do business with the city of Chicago knows that it's an excruciatingly difficult process now more than ever because you still have individuals working from home. Employees still have to uh, follow the vaccine mandates that were in place from before and all these other pandemic-related policies, which one would have to ask, why are we still following this if the federal government has declared an end to the emergency order? Why are we still operating under those same rules well that's what we're asking you alderman lopez because you're on this you're part of the government in chicago you're part of the city council well i can tell you lisa that first chance i get i will introduce an order to nullify this because if the rest of the country is getting back to normal and figuring out a way to live with covid as opposed from covid we need to do the same we we have to get beyond this we can't let this be the never-ending crutch uh, for government and people who just don't want to go back to work. Uh, we have to get through and get back to some semblance of normalcy here in the city of Chicago. And is this an ordinance from the Illinois Department of Public Health, or sh- this is just Chicago, right? This is this is just Chicago, and I'm sure it's just going to be a yet another continuation of the executive orders that uh, Lightfoot has introduced uh, throughout her tenure. Uh, through the Department of Public Health, where the health commissioner, Allison Arwady, basically just kept reissuing the initial order stating that we are in a uh, public health crisis because of COVID and that we had to do X, Y, and Z moving forward. And I'm more than certain, as we've seen with the calling of the National Guard, Lori's not going to leave quietly. She's probably going to issue another executive order saying that we're going to continue to operate under the pandemic guidelines uh, that we have been for the past two and a half years. But Alderman, what's your point here? I mean, it's it's Wednesday. Uh, she's got, what, five days left in office. And if this is a particularly egregious decision, the mayor-elect, when he becomes mayor, can just issue his own executive order. Well, that's why I'm raising the alarm on this now, because it's important for the mayor-elect to walk in knowing exactly what he's being left with. I mean, first and foremost, the fact that we are still operating the city as though the pandemic is still being pushed by the federal government is a false 
starting point for him and his administration. We need to recognize that by continuing to use this as a crutch, we're also not just slowing the process of government and bureaucracy, but we're also keeping people away from participating in government as a whole. How many meetings of the city council and and, uh, of their committees happen remotely where people aren't allowed to participate because we keep stating because of the declared public health crisis? Well, that's a falsehood now because the federal government says there is no public health crisis anymore. So we need to recognize the realities of where we find ourselves in this country as it relates to COVID and start having Chicago operate accordingly. This is Alderman Raymond Lopez from the 15th Ward. Uh, Ray, may I also address the issue? And I had to look up the word because many times I say migrants and other times I say immigrants. And so I looked it up. Two very different things. Not all that different, but there is differences among them. Obviously, this is a big issue in Chicago. I can't believe that we have people living in police stations. Can you address what is happening and what is being done by the city council or anyone in the government of Chicago to address this and find a way out? Well, well, what we have seen over the last eight or nine months is a lot of glad handing and headline chasing and very little solution making by this administration, by many of the socialist members of the city council who opened the city up with welcoming arms saying, we're going to be a sanctuary city on the lake, send everyone you want. No one will be treated inhumanely. And yet when they get here, $20 million a month later, this is the best we've come up with. And to have babies sleeping on police district floors, Mothers nursing their children in bathroom stalls. These are things that are technically illegal in the city of Chicago because we've put laws forward saying that no woman should have to do that with her child, that we have, you know, accountability when it comes to how families are raised. And I think even the head of the Sergeant Association said if we found this in any other situation, we'd be calling DCFS, but since it's in a police district, we're overlooking it. Okay. Now, we have come up with no sustainable solution to address this issue going back since August of 2022, when the first bus arrived. All we've seen are headline chasing, and it's, a, 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 it's catastrophic for these people who were coming here trying to pursue something better and have just been reshuffled district to district for months on end with no end in sight to what we're going to do and how we're going to pay for it. All all of those are good points. There are certainly valid points, but um, maybe put more pointed to you. What are you doing about it? I mean, we can all complain about what others aren't doing about it. What are you doing about it? Well, twofold. One, I'm raising the the awareness of where we find ourselves, because if you're not going to have a conversation based on fact, then all you're doing is BSing the people that you're trying to help. And we've never had an actual factual starting point on where we are. We hear people constantly say, oh, we're doing, we're we're working for the migrants, we're working for the asylum seekers. And the fact of the matter is, no, we are not. That is a lie in the city of Chicago. What I have offered and what I've told this administration is that I'm willing to work with them to find space in my ward and throughout the city of Chicago, but we have to come up with a recognizable solutions, such as first we need to take everyone who comes here, we need to isolate them, we need to treat them medically, we need to make sure that they have all the services that we can provide at the moment, particularly when it comes to educating their children. But Alderman, Alderman, you said yourself, they're sleeping... Long-term housing solutions. They're sleeping on floors right now at this moment. Why don't you find that place for them in your ward? And then you can work on those other necessary things. No, you you cannot do that. First off, 
me reshuffling them out of my ward, out of my three police districts, and let's say I put them in a park somewhere, who's going to address them in that park? Who's going to take care of them in that field house? Why do I have to find the money in my own ward to take care of them when the city of Chicago under this administration has been spending $20 million a month, supposedly, to be of assistance to the migrants that are here? That means we've been blowing through $180 million since August. We want $50 million more from the taxpayers of Chicago just to get us through the end of July. With what? There's no solution being presented other than dumpster firing the money without actually doing anything specifically or in a public way. I have been pushing for the city council to have meetings, have public meetings where people can give testimony, where we can come up with solutions. Nobody wants to do it. And there's a reason why, because it's easier just to point the fingers and play this game and use these individuals as pawns as opposed to actually coming up with a concrete solution. I have no issue offering a concrete solution, this administration does not want to meet halfway to address that, to fund it, and to be a part of doing something that's measurable and meaningful. They'd rather have this as a pawn and a, a political tool to gaslight everyone for everything that they're when trying you say to do, this administration, ways. When you say this administration, are you talking about Mayor Lightfoot, who again is gone in five days? Whether she's gone in five days or gone in five minutes, she's still the mayor right now. And all of this has happened under her watch, which, yes, she is still responsible. Yes, even though she is leaving, she is still the mayor of the city of Chicago right now. And she has turned a blind eye for the last month and a half, especially since she lost her election, on what's been going on. I'm not going to give her a free pass and say, well, you know, then I guess it's on me. I'm not the chief executive of this city, and neither are the other 49 members of the city council. Okay. All right. I love when you call because um, I think that my parents would call you a rabble rouser is what they would call you. You always <laughs> point out what is happening and we've got to jump to news, but I appreciate your input. And is today Mother's Day for Mexican and Latin American communities? Today is Mexican Mother's Day. Please be a mother. Um, and happy Mother's Day to everyone else who's not Mexican, too. <laughs> Thank you. Alderman Ray Lopez. The news is next with Steve on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.